Hey Mike. Yeah. Do you still record pods? Uh... Hey everybody. How about that new intro there? I went 80s on you. That was sexy, wasn't it? Oh yeah. How's it going? Yes, I am still here. Yes, I still record pods. It's been a second. I know. Uh, I wish I could say that I've been busy. I wish I could say that I've had a lot going on. But the truth is, I wasn't feeling it. Like, not at all. I wasn't feeling anything. Um, I don't have to mention that it's a crazy time in the world with the COVID and, you know, protests and riots and... All that stuff going on, and Saharan dust clouds, murder hornets, uh, you know, 2020 in general. So, along with all that stuff, I've had a lot of personal crap going on, not going to get into it, but it's just kind of made me go off the reservation for a little while. Like, uh, sometimes I just got to, like, completely throw the phone away, throw the news away, throw the social media away, just get away from it all. And uh, every, <laughs> it's funny because every once in a while, this has happened at least twice now, I'll get a text from somebody saying, hey, are you alive? <laughs> so so uh, at that point, I was kind of like, all right, I kind of, I think I'm going a little too far here. I just, I don't know. I, I, I just have to delete social media every once in a while and uh, take a break. So that's what I've been doing. Um, haven't felt like recording pods, taking photos, uh, making videos, doing much of anything. I just uh, I guess I just needed to veg out for a little while. But anyway, nonetheless, I'm back. Uh, I guess the, uh, the pause in pods means that uh, we have a lot to talk about. So... First things first, we're traveling this year, everybody. We are traveling this year. I didn't think it would happen with COVID and my financial situation and everything, but uh, I've been talking with Bold Overland. They're the guys I travel with, the adventure travel team that I'm a part of, happy to be a part of. Uh, We have some travel plans in the works. We are going to do a little bit of the Appalachian Byway, which is like this huge off-road trail that runs all the way from Georgia to Maine. So I I don't know if it runs kind of like parallel to the actual Appalachian Trail or anything. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, we are doing the Virginia section of it. We're taking like a long weekend, like a Thursday through Monday kind of thing. And we're just going to go and get out in nature and beat up some trucks and camp. And I'm going to take a shitload of photos. It's going to be wonderful. And it's it's kind of nice because I've been given uh, some permission to wrangle up like a few other photographers, videographers, to make my job a little bit easier so I don't have to do all the filming and take all the photos by myself, which has kind of sucked in the past. So I'm going to have a little bit of help this time, hopefully. Um, I have a few of my friends that might possibly be into it, might possibly not, so we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, that is exciting because I had no travel plans in the near future and it sucked. I was, it was kind of depressing because traveling is one of the things I save up money for, I look forward to doing, and I just couldn't make it happen this year without bold. So I am grateful for that. That's happening in August, uh, like mid-August, uh, which is, geez, a month away. 
man, I've been out of the game for a minute. But anyway, yeah, uh, August is when we're going. And uh, my first question was, how hot's it going to be? But apparently we're going to be up in some elevations, so camping at night shouldn't be too bad. So fingers crossed there. But you know what? It's going to be an amazing trip anyway. And just any kind of getaway, I welcome. So, yeah, that's exciting. How are you people? What's going on with you? Um, if you could hear my ceiling fan going in the background, I apologize for that. I have that going 24-7 because my AC went out um, a while ago. Actually, my whole outside unit went out. So I didn't have heat this winter, which you know I dealt with. You just kind of layer up. But the AC in the middle of the summer, and you, you guys know how hot it's been right now. You guys in Knoxville been miserable so I got a quote and the guy quoted me like six hundred dollars to fix this thing and I'm like geez really and it's just like that one thing after the other with this house this piece of shit house is falling apart little by little but I I might just pull the plunge and just do it put it on the credit card or something which I hate to do but I'm I'm dying without the AC I'm dying without it. I, I don't want to sound like uh, a bitch or anything, but man, it's hot. Like, I'm sitting here in my underwear right now recording a podcast with a ceiling fan going, and I'm just sweating. It sucks. But anyway, could be worse. Uh, I don't mean to sound like I'm complaining. I could have COVID. I could, uh, you know, have all kinds of stuff going wrong right now. So I'm lucky, but... Man, not having AC kind of sucks, I'm not going to lie. Anyway, um, so since I've kind of been off the reservation, so to speak, I've been watching a ton of movies, tons and tons of movies, and I'm going old school. I got like uh, VHS tapes and DVDs and all that stuff, and I went and visited my parents recently, and I brought back this basket full of DVDs, like my old DVDs. Hold, uh, Hold on, let me go get them right out here I could I could edit this out of the pod but I'm not gonna do it I'm gonna go get them coming I'm coming I'm coming got the basket here okay unprofessionalism all right I'm back so yeah I got literally a whole like milk crate full of DVDs and brought them back and I just been watching them because like a lot of these movies are not available to stream, and if you want to stream them, you have to either rent them or buy them. And I'm like, Ugh. it's just movies that I kind of forgot about, you know? Like, here, for example, Air America, Robert Downey Jr., Mel Gibson. Uh, what is this? 1990. Mel Gibson and Robert Downey Jr. are two renegade pilots in... in Ensnared? I've never heard that word. Ensnared in the madness of covert operations over Laos during the Vietnam conflict. They lead the crew of Air America, a not-so-secret airline that drops everything from live pigs to opium over villages throughout the Vietnam countryside. Join Mel, Robert, and the crazy crew of wartime flyers in the funniest action comedy since Lethal Weapon 2 and Good Morning Vietnam. So... Yeah, just like, when's the last time you heard about Air America? This is like way pre-Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. and his 
I don't know. I got this other movie, uh, Bobby, which was written and directed by Emilio Estevez. It's about Bobby Kennedy and when he was assassinated. And just listen to this cast that's just on the front here. We got Lawrence Fishburne, Heather Graham, Anthony Hopkins, Helen Hunt, Lindsay Lohan, William H. Macy, Demi Moore, Sharon Stone, Elijah Wood, and it's that's not all. There's way more. Jacob Vargas, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Christian Slater, Martin Sheen, Emilio Estevez's dad, Demi Moore, uh, David Ashton Kutcher, Shia LaBeouf, Joshua Jackson. Unbelievable. What a cast. So, got that. Uh, did you even know that movie existed? That ain't on streaming. What else we got? Speaking of Ashton Kutcher, old classic My Boss's Daughter. I used to laugh my ass off to this movie. My friend Matt Finley and I saw it in the theater. I think it was Matt Finley. Uh, Matt, if you're listening, DM me. Let me know if it was us. But, um, yeah, uh, My Boss's Daughter. Uh, we What do we got? Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life, the sequel, the Angelina Jolie sequel one. God, she was so hot back in the day. Like, this era of Angelina Jolie was... Oh, man. Drove a young boy wild, I will say. (laughs) Stealing Harvard with Tom Green and Jason Lee. Look that one up if you never heard of it. It's a a doozy. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Classic animated Batman movie. Um, The only way you could seem to get this movie is, on DVD anyway, is with... Uh, a double feature with another animated Batman film called Sub-Zero, Batman and Mr. Freeze. Which is a shame because Mask of the Phantasm was like really well done everything. The animation, the story, the the voice performances. It's really well done and apparently it didn't do too good back in the day because Warner Brothers didn't market it very well. So I think it actually lost money. So I think the only way they sell this thing these days is in this little double feature deal. But anyway, I have that. Funny People, uh, Judd Apatow, uh, Adam Sandler, and uh, Seth Rogen kind of went under the radar. You know, Seth or uh, Judd Apatow had those huge movies like in the early 2000s, like 40 Year Old Virgin, Knocked Up. Oh, got a text. Sorry. Uh, 40 Year Old Virgin, Knocked Up, all that stuff. And uh, Funny People. I don't remember liking that much, but I could have just not paid much attention to it. Um, but either way, I own it. I got it at McKay's for like a dollar uh, way back in the day. So I'm going to watch that at some point. Kind of under the radar Judd Apatow movie. Uh, Friends with Money. Old Jennifer Aniston flick. One of her, uh, you know, kind of forgotten ones. Uh, speaking of Jennifer Aniston, I got The Good Girl. Um, probably one of her greatest performances ever. <laughs> Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Okay, so the first Deuce Bigelow, Matt Finley. You've popped up twice in this podcast. Matt Finley and I snuck into the first Deuce Bigelow movie. Um, this was late 90s? I don't even know when it was, but we bought tickets to go see the Pokemon movie. Didn't go see that. Snuck into Deuce Bigelow. It's good times. But anyway, this is the second one. Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Just look up uh, Deuce Bigelow 2, Asapopolis. Yeah, just look that up. 
Bullet, Steve McQueen, classic, absolute classic, Argu arguably one of the greatest car chases of all time. Um, what else we got here? Easy Rider, you know. Out Cold snowboarding movie with uh, Zach Galifianakis and uh, a bunch of people back in the day. This one used to be one of my favorites of me and my friend Tom. We could literally <laughs> quote this movie back in the day. Uh, Daredevil, the director's cut. The 2003 Daredevil with Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner. Um, so when Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man came out in 2002... Marvel was like, oh, we got to capitalize on this superhero thing. So they came out with Hulk and Daredevil in the same year. And both those movies uh, kind of sucked compared to Spider-Man. But Daredevil, I, I got into because I just, I remember watching the movie a lot. I had the soundtrack and I I just thought it was a pretty decent movie back in the day. And, uh, you know, now that I've seen the Netflix Daredevil, which is probably one of the greatest shows ever on Netflix, let's be honest. Uh, I, I've kind of like realized that this one is not that good. Um, it doesn't really do much justice to the character of Daredevil, and it's kind of campy and stuff. But for its time, I thought it was a good movie. So I have the director's cut here, which has a few extra scenes and adds to the story a little bit. Pretty good. What else? We got uh, Seinfeld seasons one and two. I don't have to tell you guys what a huge Seinfeld fan I am. I was actually talking with my friend about this. We were kind of debating Seinfeld and Friends. I watched both growing up with my parents. Um, probably, I think I watched Friends a little bit more, but I remember Seinfeld more for some reason because I think Seinfeld is funnier. I do. That could be debatable. But Friends is definitely just more iconic. It has more of a place in pop culture, I think. Seinfeld is an absolute friggin' classic, though. So, get season one and two of Seinfeld over there. I have the RoboCop remake which was made in 2014, I believe. I, th I think I went to see this movie in theaters by myself on Valentine's Day 2014. But uh, have that. Not as good as the original RoboCop, but, you know, let's be honest, that's hard to beat. Anyway, um, I have a podcast already recorded. Um, I Zoomed with my little buddy Qua. Uh, you guys know who Qua is. I don't even have to tell you. Uh, he's probably the greatest photographer this city has ever seen. Uh, he and I talked through Zoom for a little while, and just we—I mean, we always talk. But uh, I actually recorded this one, and I've been sitting on it for about a month and a half. I don't even have it fully edited yet. But what's funny is he's visiting me right now, or he was last week, but he'll be back next week. He's, he's like, I'm seeing him in person, and uh, I could easily just record an in-person podcast, but, eh, probably won't do that. I'll probably release this other episode at some point, but, yeah, I just uh, haven't been doing much in the world of photos, so, I'm trying to think of the, I don't even know what I talked about in the last episode, um, trying to think what I've done photo-wise. When Qua came back to town, we kind of had a mini socially distant uh, insta-meet. So I took a few portraits and stuff. I used my uh, 35mm F2 for my Fuji, which is a 50mm equivalent. So I got the, I got those photos. Um, what else? Did some night photography not too long ago. Um, didn't really take anything worth sharing or 
housekeeping. Ooh, my friend Corey came into town the weekend before that. I forgot about that. And I got to tell this story, all right? So my friend Corey has been my best friend for like 20 years. We, we went to school together. We've been friends ever since and all that stuff. He joined the Navy uh, about five years ago, so he's been off on ships all over the world, all that stuff. And uh, he does come to visit every once in a while, and usually when he does, he stays here. So I get a call from him, just kind of out of the blue. He said, hey man, I'm, I'm coming to visit this weekend. And I was like, oh, awesome, okay, cool. Yeah, stay here, whatever. Or no, I didn't, I didn't say that. I was like, oh yeah, awesome, cool, perfect. I can't wait to see you, man. And he's like, oh yeah, okay, cool. And I'm, I'm bringing this friend of mine, who his name was Quentin. I'm bringing this friend of mine, can we crash with you? And he kind of put me on the spot, because of course I would let him crash here, but I don't know this other dude. I don't know this other idiot. And just because he's with Corey, you know, doesn't mean I automatically trust him. But anyway, he, I was like, yeah, that's, that's cool, whatever. And uh, I met this kid, he's younger. He's kind of like this uh, reserved, like, I'm, I'm too cool to like, you know, have a conversation with people, but once he kind of opened up, I guess he was all right. We uh, we went on a hike to one of my, our favorite places. Corey and I have been going here to Cove Lake State Park for <laughs> since we were in high school, but we went hiking there, and then when we got home, we went to a Chili's, which sucked because it's a Chili's, and uh, we went to a liquor store. I bought a pretty nice bottle of tequila because I wanted to treat myself. And Corey bought some beer, and Quentin bought a bottle of Jameson whiskey. All right, so we come back to my place. Quentin starts to drink and throw him back and all that stuff, and just gets a like belligerent drunk, belligerent drunk. Like I, I'm kind of known to throw back a few beers and all that stuff and get a little loose and crazy. This kid was like spilling his beer all over my carpet every four seconds, and. He brought his guitar with him. He was playing like death metal at like 3 a.m. and Lamb of God. And I was just like, I, I'm, I'm going to kill you. And like, I kind of felt bad because Corey, I know Corey felt bad for like bringing this douche to my house. But like, uh, it's just like, I, I was, I almost looked at Corey and I was like, all right, you both are out of here. Go get a hotel. I can't deal with this idiot. So the next morning rolls around. This Quentin douche doesn't even say goodbye, no thank you for letting me stay, all that stuff just leaves. And I just, that kind of soured me a little bit. I wanted to like, I, wanna be, I wanted to be like, Corey, what, what the hell? Why would you bring that friggin' monster into my house? And it's just, I don't know. It didn't sour our friendship or anything, but Corey has definitely lost bringing people along privileges and staying at this house, so... Anyway, I had to tell that little side story. Uh, Quentin, that kid sucked. Uh, I guess uh, thanks for serving in the Navy and all that stuff, but uh, hope I never see you again. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> that was kind of a tangent there, but we took some photos on top of that hike there. I got some pretty decent photos of Corey and myself, and uh, we stayed up there kind of for sunset, right, right before it got dark, so the light was really, really nice. I got some... Pretty decent photos up there, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I think I did end up posting those to my Instagram, so those are there. <clears throat> I've really been liking the 35mm f2. Um, that lens has stayed on my X-T2 for like probably 90% of the time I've been taking any photos. Um, 
I've kind of chilled out on film because it's getting really expensive. <laughs> and uh, I have a roll of um, Ektachrome here that I bought, which is color positive film. And I didn't know this at the time, but color positive film is like a different developing process and it's a little more expensive. So I've decided that I'm going to save that for the bold Appalachian Byway trip. I'm not going to shoot that until the trip. Um, and that's probably the next time I'm going to shoot film in general because, like I said before, it was getting really, really expensive. The last roll I shot and developed was a roll of Ektar 100. The shots came out okay, and I, I actually just posted them today, actually, on July the 5th. I was speaking of July the 5th. Yesterday was the 4th of July. Me and my friend Jess went up to the Obed. The Obed, uh, like, outdoor river area. It's like a big... Uh, outdoor climbing mecca up in Wartburg, Tennessee. And what's funny is I used to go up there all the time with my friends Tom and Corey at the aforementioned Corey because Tom was like a big climber. And he was, I think he could have gone pro because he was really good. But anyway, him being such a climber, I would go with him. And I, we would, I felt like we were there at least twice a month or something like that. So I spent a lot of my... I'd say my early 20s there. I like we have a lot of old photos and videos from those days and I kind of didn't really make the connection that it had been 13 years yesterday since the last time I'd been up there because I kind of think I was like 21 or 20 or so since I'd been up there. And I told Jess that and she was just like, "Yeah, you're old. You're going to be in a wheelchair soon and a walker." And I was like, "Yeah, I know." But man, it's just Time is just flying. I turned 34 years old on June the 28th. Yeah, so there was that. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I realized this was probably kind of a boring episode, um, but I, I did want to record one and just kind of A, catch you up on what I've been doing, B, make something and see not everybody not make everybody think that I just gave up on recording pods because you know most of these were my friends but they were saying oh yeah you're gonna record like four and give up and all that stuff you know just give me crap and they were almost right <laughs> I gotta say but I, I still like podcasting and I, I gotta be honest there's been a few times during my uh kind of removal from society that I Turned on the mic, turned on the garage band, uh, and started to record something, and was just kind of like, eh, this sucks. No, I'm not doing it. And just turned it off and deleted it, and there was no pod to be had that day. So that happened at least twice, I would say. But what can I say, man? Like, if I'm not feeling it, or any artist, really, any creative person, if you're not feeling it, you can't just force it, I don't think. I think there's an argument for just for saying, you know, even if you're not feeling it, then do something anyway because, you know, you'll practice and maybe you'll get out of your rut or maybe you'll discover something and maybe you'll get inspired by something accidentally, you know, but I'm a firm believer in just taking a break when you're not feeling it and just, you know, kind of revamping, kind of getting your bearings back and slowly but surely you will definitely feel like doing it again. And yeah, I, that's come full circle recently because I started taking photos again. Uh, I'm working on a few videos, been working on them for a while, but I'm working on them. 
And I, I've got a pod here I'm recording. I'm 24 minutes into a pod that I kind of had to force myself to sit down and do because it's like almost 9 o'clock right now it's, and it's 800 degrees in my house and I kind of want to just put on one of these DVDs and fall asleep but I was like, just sit down and record a pod. Just start talking. And I'm totally glad I did. So if there's a moral to this episode at all, just uh, don't feel bad about taking a break, and I guess that's it. I'm not very deep. I'm not a very deep guy, but hopefully you got something out of this episode. Hopefully you'll continue to listen, and I want to thank you for sticking around, and do me a favor. If you have an iPhone, go to the podcast app, search for the Mike Holman pod, and give me a five-star review if you want to. Yeah, I would highly appreciate that. And maybe share this with a friend or do all of the things. But if you don't do any of that, I just appreciate you listening, man. I really do. Thank you so much. That's where I'll leave you this week. And um, I'm going to shoot for recording another episode next week. So, yeah. Have a good week, guys. See you later. Goodbye.